Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. If you're listening to me on Apple, on Spotify, iHeart, thanks for downloading this episode. I pray that it's a blessing to you, but I want you to put a face to the name. I want you to head over to YouTube right now. You can literally watch this episode under Refreshing the Soul YouTube channel. Yes, you can see me now and drop a comment below. We can talk, comment on some of the content that you're getting, if this message is helping you. I'd love to know if you've been following me for a while. And if you're already watching me on YouTube, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this channel so that way you're updated every time a new episode drops. And if you've been following me, you know a new episode drops every Monday, every Monday. And so I'm just, I'm thankful to be here again. I don't take it for granted, you know, even sometimes it's down to the wire and I know it's time for me to record another episode and I haven't heard anything from God on what to say. I'm like, God, even if it's right before I get up and turn on this camera, turn on this mic, I'm trusting you to give me what you want me to say for your people. And one of the things I said this a couple of years ago, I said, God, please don't ever use me in a place or where I'm saying something that I don't know personally, that my soul doesn't know. So every time I'm coming to you about something, it's always personal. It's always something that God has been just doing in me or I've had to dealt with and come before God with. So whatever he gives me, trust me, it's for me, but it's also for you. So Again, thank you for tuning in to another episode. This series and this month, March, we are talking about making room for God. And if you missed last week's episode, it was called Be Still. I actually went back and listened to the episode today and I listened to it as a listener. And now usually I don't listen to a lot of my episodes. This one, I just felt like I should go back and just listen to. And honestly, as I listened to it, it was like I needed to hear it. It would minister it to me. I'm not saying that because I'm the one who's talking, but literally it was just like, man, this is so good. We do need to slow down and be still and spend quality time with God. I mean, quality time. How many times have you sat down to pray or to read a devotion, read your Bible, and you have all these thoughts racing through your head, things you need to do, things that need to get taken care of, something that hurt you or you felt a certain way or you're even maybe your thoughts are racing of stuff of how I'm going to figure this thing out. Oh, I got to make sure I get this thing from this grocery list. Oh, I forgot to do this. It's like all these thoughts and stuff start to bombard you. And if you don't take captive of those thoughts, it'll just lead you to next thing you know, you vacuuming the floor. (laughs) You're making lunch for your kids. And it's like, how did I get here? No, I need to spend time with God. And so I really just talk about in the episode about just being still and the benefits of stillness and how we have to practice it. Like we have to practice it. If we don't practice it, we're going to be pulled. 
we're just going to be pulled. And I want to be led. I want to be led by God. I want to flow with God. and I want to continue to stay in tune with him. I want to be able to hear him. I want to be sensitive to his voice. And I don't want to be pulled by life. I don't want to be pulled by busyness. I want to live a life that life more abundantly that Jesus died for. I believe there's peace in that life. I believe that there's time to rest, time to still away. Jesus stilled away several times. He knew how to say, I need to go and spend some time with my father because he knew the importance. He knew who he was and he knew he couldn't be what he needed to be to the people without being, being, being still in the presence of God. So Go back, check that episode out if you missed it. And I believe it'd be a blessing to your soul. So again, this month we're in making room for God, making room for God. We had the time, we had the space, but are we making it a space for God? Are we making it a room for God? And so right now, I just want to ask you, how is your soul doing? How is your soul doing? Are you finding yourself in a place where it just seems like I'm going to get to it, but you're not getting to it? You know, there's some things you need to check, you need to deal with, you need to come to Jesus with, and you haven't. Is that you today? If it is, I want to encourage your heart. Please sit down and be still and spend time with God. Make room for him today. Hear what he has to say. Whatever you have in your schedule, move it aside. If you are following my so on my Facebook or an Instagram, you know, each week I put up weekly music for you to listen to, to go with what we're talking about in the podcast, a weekly meditation scripture and a weekly resource. And the song I used for last week was Jonathan McReynolds, Make Room. And he was just saying he finds space for the things that's a priority for him. And he's saying, like, I have to make room. For God, I will make room for him. And I'm telling you, if you make God a priority, you begin to make him a priority, not by feeling whether you feel like it or not. Because sometimes, you know, honestly, I don't feel like it. Sometimes it's like, ah, oh, it'd be easier just to let me just sleep and I'll do it later. But once we start training ourselves to get out of how we feel when we come to God, not just come to him when it's convenient, not just coming to him when there's a problem, but when we start coming to him because it's like, no, you're a priority, you're number one. I understand I can't live life or do life without you. I can't be without you. I have to make room for you. I have to spend time with you. When we start doing that, you will find that your life will begin to revolve around your time with God and not the other way around. You will push things to the side. And that's what Jonathan Reynolds was saying in his song. He said, you can move that over. You can move it over. All these other things. He said, I'm going to move it over. And I'm going to make time for God. And that's what we need to do today is make time for him. And so for today, I just want to talk about reflect, reflecting. And this is another way of when you're making room for God, how we can make room for him, what we do in this space when, we make, when we're making space for God. And this week is about reflecting, reflecting. And the definition, I just looked up the definition to reflect, is to think deeply or carefully about or to think quietly and calmly. And, you know, one that thinking deeply and carefully, meaning I'm centering, I'm focusing on this thing. 
I'm focusing on this aspect, this, whether it's God, maybe it's a certain something, you know, that happened back, but it's reflecting. It sounds very, like very focused. Also it says to think quietly and calmly. It's getting rid of this distractions. It's saying, this is where I'm centering my thoughts. This is where I'm centering my whole being at in this moment. And sometimes for us to think quietly and deeply, we need to get in a quiet place. We need to get in a quiet place. And if you have a house that is full of just lots of noise all the time, and the only time there's quietness is either really early in the morning or really late at night, then it's probably beneficial for you to pick a time early in the morning or really late at night because you need that quiet space. You need that quiet time. For me, I, you know, I have young kids, fit all 15 and younger. So on Fridays is my day of rest. So on Fridays after work, they know I'm either going to go somewhere or it's mommy time where I get to have quiet, quiet. I need quietness. And that's my time to read my book. It's my time to really get deeper into my word, deeper into maybe just sitting outside and just reflecting and thinking about God and thinking about that this week. And did anything happen? How am I feeling? Just as a check-in day, honestly, with myself. And it's those time, or I'll also use early in the morning. Early in the morning is my time. I love early in the morning getting up before the whole house wakes up. Everyone's not a big morning person. Usually people are one or the other. They're either early morning or they're late at night. I'm early morning. I love the peace, the quiet. I love to make my tea and just grab a comfortable blanket, sit on the couch, put on some nice music and just sit still for a moment, pray open my heart to God, open my mind to him, thank him, and just get into my word and get into maybe a little bit of worship or whatever it is that my spirit feels that it needs that morning or wherever God is leading me. And I'm telling you, my life, because I take the time to make room for God, is giving me the strength to do the things that I normally could not do. Making room for God will give you the strength to do the things that you normally could not do on your own because now in that room, in that space, in that time, in that quiet time that you make for him, God is refilling you. He's refueling you. He's refreshing you. Making room for God refreshes you. Wow. Thank you, Father, for that word. It refreshes you and God wants you to be refreshed. You know, it's so funny, even in Matthew eleven twenty eight, I love this verse. It says, come to me. This is Jesus talking. Come to me, all who are heavy, right? Or who are late, who are labor, who are heavy laden, right? And weary, and I will give you rest for your soul. That rest means to refresh, right? In order for us to be refreshed, we have to come to Jesus. We have to make a connection to Jesus. That means I have to spend time with him. I have to sit with him. I have to take on his joke. I have to learn from him. Learning, it takes time. It takes focus. And so that's what, when we talk about reflecting, though today, it's a focused, intentional time where I want you to really think back, think deeply. And I want to be very specific what I'm going to say today. 
because it's something I did and I noticed this happen when I made time, room for God. I stopped thinking about present and future, but I went back. I reflected. So that reflecting is just reflecting, reflecting back. I reflected back on times, not just on times of where I knew God was with me and when God made a way, you know, I was thanking him for all of that, but something deep resonated in me and said, what about the times when I didn't believe God was with me? And I had to go back and revisit those times. I had to go back and reflect on that times. And as I went back to reflect on the different times where I felt the most alone, when I felt most hurt, and I know throughout the years, never really going back to that place or dealing with that place, and just remembering feeling like I didn't know God then and I didn't believe he was with me, I had to go back to that place. And so I want to challenge you to reflect back to the places where you haven't allowed yourself to go back to with God. Because sometimes we can pick up once we, you know, we're saved or we rededicate our life with God. It's like, this is where we started with God from the time I started having a real relationship with God. But no, God was with you before then. And if we don't go back and reflect and think on the times where, you know what, where I didn't feel most safe, the times where I wanted to lose my mind, where I thought about suicide, where I thought about just, hey, I'm just going to do what I wanted to, you know, just going back to those times when we don't take the time to go back and revisit that and deal with that. I feel like a part of that is still always in our souls. Like it's just there. And God wants you whole. He wants you to know him. He wants you to know that he was always with you. And I just believe that you gaining a new perspective, you taking this time to spend time with God and gain a new perspective on the things that has happened to you over the years, it's going to create a deeper intimacy with you and God. I wanted to give you an example of the time where just one of the things that I remember in high school, I was thinking about, I kind of forgot about it, but I guess just spending that time with God, some of these things have been coming up lately. And I was just thinking about how I remember this guy, I had me and my best friend, we would always you know, be together. And this guy made a comment to me. He said, man, if we could put your face on her body, you know, it would be perfect, right? That's what he said. If we could put my face on my best friend's body, because she had the body, you know, it looked like a cola body. And I was very skinny. I don't even like using the word skinny, but I was very, I was very thin, very small. I was only like, you know, I wasn't even probably five foot. I probably was five foot then, but I was very small, very petite. And I was already a little self-conscious about my body, but I believe that that's also just comments like that, looks like that, honestly, it made me look at myself in a way. It made me look at myself through the eyes of men and what they wanted, what was popular. So I, I didn't feel like even my body was enough or I was attractive. And I remember just wanting to look like other women who had that shape. And and so reflecting back on that time specifically, and I remember feeling hurt and something changed in my soul that day. And never would I have thought about God in that moment or seen him, his hand or anything. But it was something that 
as I was spending time with God and reflecting back on just different things of places intentionally where I didn't believe God was there or I didn't believe it was something that was hurtful. God showed me though that he was with me even in that. And sometimes when we reflect on things, maybe you can't trace something good out of it. I'm telling you, there are things that I get that has happened to us that it did not feel good. It was horrible. But, and sometimes we will say, you know, if God was there, why did he allow that to happen? And there's things that God will allow to happen because he does give people a free will. We have to understand that, you know, his word even says to choose this day, life or death. And I pray that you choose life. So it's like, he's always urging us to go towards the way that the best path for us, but he gives us the free will to choose. And when someone chooses the way that's not like God, it trickles down to their kids and their kids' kids and their choose, you know, until someone stops, stops, you know, the cycle and chooses, hey, no, I'm going to live this way. But because we have choices, sometimes we are on the other end of someone's choices and we suffer the consequences. We suffer the hurt. And it doesn't mean that God wasn't there. And that's what I want you to find. Even in your reflecting, go back to the times where you did not see God or where you did not feel God or where you even questioned, was God even there? Or why did you allow Go back there and I want you to go back there this time with him because now you're a new person. You're not the same person you were then. You're a new person. You are in a relationship with God now. You know who you are in Christ. So some things we need to go back and revisit with God to say, God, give me a new story here. Give me a new perspective. Give me your eyes, your lens. And when I did that, he didn't say, oh, this happened so that you could be able to speak about this one day. No, he just said, the good in this moment is the fact that I was with you. That may be all that you need to go back and reflect is to say, you know what? Yep, that happened. Yes, that was said, but God was with me through it. He still loved me. He still cared about me. And he knew I would get to this point in my life one day where I could look back at it and then no longer have control over me. Wow. I want to read this verse to you. And we're going to end soon. It's 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 15 through 17. It says, He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. This is verse 16. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view, how differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. As I was reading that verse 16, so we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. How are we able to stop evaluating others from a human point of view? Because of what Jesus did, he died for everyone, right? That's verse 15. He died for everyone so that we can receive his new life and that we will no longer live for ourselves. So because of what Jesus did, we believe that he died, right? And because of that, we have new life. So it says, so we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. 
And I was just thinking, I said, you know what? If we can accept Jesus as our personal savior, and because of that, we have a new life. And this word says, us renewing our minds, us coming to a place of like, okay, now we know we're new. Then I can't look at other people the same. I can stop looking at them from just this human, from this fleshly point of view. Then I shouldn't be evaluating or looking back at my life, at my past, at the things that happened to me from a human point of view as well. I need to be able to see it through the lens, through a new perspective of God. And it says, you know, at one time we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view, how differently we know him now. At one point, and as I was reading the scripture, it's like the words jumped off the pages to me of this is how we need to look at life, period. You need to look at even the things that happen to you. You need to look at it differently now. God wants you to see it from a different point of view, not just from this is bad. It was scarred. I never want to go back there. No, he wants you to look at your life from a different point of view. Reflect on not just the good things or where you've seen God make a way. He healed you know, your brother or he brought this, he brought your business back to life again. You know, no, I'm talking about the places where it's like, no, nah, I didn't see God's hand in that. And you don't want to go back to that place. No, because we are new in Christ, we can stop evaluating even the our past from a human point of view. Now, my human point of view of the different things that happened to my past, it was simply this person said this and it hurt me and it made me feel this way and it changed the way I looked at myself. But when I stopped to reflect, I was able to say, yeah, that did happen to me, but my God was with me. He loved me and he knew that he would carry me all the way to this point to where I could look back at it. And now I could still see, wow, God was there. God has literally been taking me back to certain areas in my childhood, things that I have forgotten just to show me that, oh, I remember this and I was there with you. I saw it with you. I felt it with you. And I believe that will just bless your heart as much as it did mine. It just changed. Honestly, it renewed me. The reflecting honestly helped transform me in a way of where I no longer look at certain aspects of my past as shameful, as something that I can't talk about, as something that is just something bad that happened to me. I can look back at it and now I can give it a new story. It doesn't just end with what something, what happened to me and what someone did. It ends with, but God was with me. And that's what I want you to know. That's what I want you to get out of reflecting. So I'm going to give you, so that's a little homework, a little action for you to take with you this week is to go back, reflect on some times of where maybe you haven't gone back or thought about and that you may need to get a new perspective, a new lens, a new story from God on how he sees it and ask God to help you. Like, God, is there some things I need to reflect on? I need to revisit. I need to really think back on because it may change something deep in your soul that you can't even see. It may do something spiritual for you that you can't even, you won't even see right now, but you'll see how much it, maybe it'll change you and make you a little lighter, a little bit more confident. You know, I don't know, but I just on my heart to just talk about this today that go back and reflect, make room for God and allow him to 
give you a new story, a new lens, and a new perspective because you are new in Christ. All right, so we are going to end with our confessions for the day. I want you to take your time, ready your heart as we repeat these confessions, and feel free to, you know, maybe write it down and say, you know what, I need to make room for God. I want to do better in connecting with him more and giving him quality time. Maybe write some of these confessions down, put it on your mirror, or make your own confessions. I believe the more you speak it, the more you believe it, you will start to act it out and you will start to see it. Okay? All right. So repeat after me. I will make room for God. I am a priority to him. So I will make him a priority in my life. I will be still in his presence. I will reflect on how God has been with me through the good and through the bad. I will stop evaluating others and my past life from a human view. Because I am a new person in Christ, I have new lens a new perspective, and a new life. All right, you go out there and you live this new life, okay? And make room for God. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.